This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show. And you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, 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 shut. Hey, welcome to the Steve and Crypto Show, presented by the thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. Welcome to episode 130. A.K.A. Halloween Special Part 4, the final chapter, I guess, yeah, <laughs> or something for the year. We got crazy this year. We usually do one big episode for Halloween, and this year we did four medium-sized episodes. And it was, it was quite an endeavor. It was yeah. fun, though. Had a blast. Um... We saved this one for last. It's a uh, guest I've been trying to get on this damn show for over three years now. We got, That's right. If you've been following us on the social media, which CryptoZoo will tell you where our social media accounts are located in a moment. Uh, you know, you notice that we've been teasing that Sven Gulli will be joining us. We got a quick little interview with him, 20 minutes or so, chat with him about what goes into uh, putting a show together and all that stuff. I mean, I want to warn you in advance, there's a couple things, uh, time-sensitive things. He mentioned a couple events that were happening, and I think one of them might have already happened by the time you guys hear this, but it's all right. We still had fucking Sven Gulli on the show. But anyways, the last few episodes, we've had a ton of cool shit happening. We've, we had, you know, your guests... You're, you're a performer at this Halloween's special event here in our town, Kung Fu Vampire. We had Lord Blood Raw. We had TJ Tranchel. Who else did we have? We had uh, producers from... Rat Problem. Rat Problem. We just had a bunch of cool stuff. Music, little you know chats and segments, and a lot of friends popped in to say hi. And, and it's all culminating with this, this episode. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to end part four with a bang because the last one we ended it with a fang, and we had to make sure that to say that that part four was <laughs> was even bigger. You know, we're not comparing any of them; they're all special in their own way, just like they were our children or something. But um, you know, we uh, we always try to like pack the spooky season full, and I think we've done that. And of course, the the spooky talk is never over here. Oh yeah! But we just try to give you a little bit more of that in October. I think we accomplished it. It was fun doing four episodes. It was a lot. Um, I don't know if we're gonna do four full Halloween episodes next year. So yeah, mentioned a second ago where they could find us on social media. So why don't you give them the scoop on where to find us and where to support us and where to show us love and all that stuff let me get a sip of this expedition roasters coffee first yeah there you go trying to not say bad words because 
Because our our guest of honor has a very <laughs> family friendly audience and is very wholesome. <laughs> so I'm going to try to not curse as much. Um, I will, but <laughs> I'm going to try to do it less. Yeah, just reduce the amount of swearing. All right, so if you're listening and you're feeling like you want to support your third favorite podcast, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Crypto, And it's just a tipping service. It's just a way to throw a, a buck or two or whatever you want to donate over to the show. It helps out in many different ways. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash Crypto. Also, if you want some extra content, if you can't get enough of what you're hearing here, head over to Patreon dot com slash steve crypto and check out an assortment of different things we have over there we have some movie spoiler talk we have unboxing videos we have uh board game talk there's a, a good assortment of things that we try to share from our personal lives there you know we dip into that from time to time on the main show but we wanted to put a little bit more of it over there give you guys a little slice of what we do away from the podcast so again, patreon.com slash stevecrypto. And if you're feeling like you want to sport some merch for the Steve and Crypto show, we gr- gladly appreciate if you head over to our Etsy shop. So go to Etsy slash shop slash Steve and Crypto merch. Get yourself a t-shirt, get a magnet for your fridge, get a nice coffee mug that makes everything taste better. This Expedition Roasters coffee that we're having already tastes great. But I imagine if I had it in one of our mugs, it would be even better. Oh, yeah. And, of course, um, I would like to direct you to our Facebook group. You can find the Steve and Crypto Show Facebook group pretty easily. Yeah, it's a fun group. We have a lot of stuff going on in there. Um, Come in, promote stuff, share stuff, spread the word about stuff. Um, if you join soon, you'll notice that we've been posting about a sale in our merch shop, which, which was just mentioned a moment ago. Yeah. And, uh, tell them about it. Of course. <laughs> you, uh, you can head over to Etsy and check out the little discount we have waiting for you. It's just a way of us saying happy Halloween. Thank you for your support. But you got to go over there to see what the sale is. That runs till Halloween. That's right. Till the end of Halloween. <clears throat> yeah like it ends at like midnight that night something i don't know okay just do it do it sooner don't yeah. wait till the last minute just get it done <laughs> go get some stuff and save some money yeah yeah go get it now and then those items will be on their way to you you won't have them by halloween but yeah that's not happening yeah yeah I, I can't guarantee you that but you'll have them sometime next month and you'll be able to take pictures with them and tag us so we can see them <clears throat> also where can they tag us oh well of course i'm i was getting to that you can tag us you, you can find us on social media uh find us on instagram facebook x uh at the steve strout at crypto zoo 88 go ahead and follow and um you know if you guys have anything that you're working on that's worth sharing on the show you can reach out to us uh, send us a direct message or just um, like put something in the group, you know, share a little bit of what you're working on in there. Or if you have a friend with a project that you want to share, maybe they 
don't feel like sharing it, but you think that it's worthy. They could attach a message to their buy me a coffee <laughs> donation. <laughs> that works too. Yeah. Yeah. But we want to see what you guys are working on. So reach out to us. Um, if you guys are listening to the show and you enjoy it, uh, write a review wherever you guys are listening. Most places will allow you to do that. <clears throat> um, especially Spotify. I know they will. They Spotify lets you rate. Apple lets you review. There's other places like Good Pods, which is really good, which we're actually, we've been steadily ranked in the top five of entertainment podcasts on Good Pods. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he told you where you could follow us at. Make sure over the next, the rest of this month, you're sharing all the Halloween episodes and tagging both of us so we could see that you have been sharing and watching and listening. Not really watching as much, but <laughs> um, so we know you've been listening and sharing and helping spread the word because everybody who shares from here on out is going to be entered in in the drawing for a big giveaway at the end of the month. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. We have a, a signed book from an author named Laura Simp who wrote this really cool book called The Clackety. It's a more like a a teen level reading but i read it and it was cool and spooky enough to keep my attention i really enjoyed it and i'm actually in her the follow-up book to it listening to it right now on audible um the book's great um very uh i i described it as uh if tim burton did wizard of oz it's kind of like a spooky adventure thing. Um, she sent us a signed book to give one of the listeners. And uh, that's cool. We got some movies. They got a couple movie promo t-shirts in the, in the pile. Got some, some other cool shit. Some surprises. I don't want to tell you guys everything because I like to keep it. I've been promoting it as a mystery prize. So I like to keep it a fucking mystery. Sorry for the F word. That's one. I'm going to tally. Through this episode, I'm going to tally every time I say a swear word. That's one. There you go. All right. There's one fuck in the episode. Oh, shit. There's two. God and damn it. And the S word counts. That's three. All right. Sorry. Bad. Sorry, Sven. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Well, you know we like to keep it clean here. We always do. Mm-hmm. Every episode is clean. Mm-hmm. Every episode. Family friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned a couple mystery shirts that you might have in that prize pack. Speaking of shirts, I think we should tell these lovely people about Halloween Shirt Company, which is a, a place you can go and pick up some awesome vintage shirts. Now, it's not an actual place. I, I wish it was. They're vintage style yeah. designs. Yeah. Not yeah. vintage shirts. If it was vintage shirts, you'd be paying like $200 for a fucking t-shirt. <clears throat> That's what I mean by it. vintage design. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, pumpkins and ghosts and cats and bats, things like that. But very Looking cool. Bats. Really cool, like nostalgic designs. But go check them out. Uh, go to HalloweenShirtCompany.com. See what they have to offer. And it's it's not just t-shirts. I mean, that's the majority of what you'll find there. But they have a few other things, too. Yeah, and um, they usually have a discount for first-time buyers, so get on that now you've noticed as of late on this podcast 
that we've been fueled by coffee from Expedition Roasters. So ExpeditionRoasters.com, it's a coffee company that has a selection of uh, themed coffees inspired by sci-fi and horror and pop culture and stuff. Like right now, they're really pushing this uh, monster series. And today, we're actually drinking one from that series. We're drinking the Mummy's Cursed Blueberry Cobbler. So I'm going to give you a bad pun like Nick Cannon on The Masked Singer. What is the rap on the mummy's cursed blueberry cobbler coffee? Well, there's not a rap, but there is a... The last one had a rap to it. It had a rhyme. Oh, it wasn't a rap. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh... It did have kind of... It was almost like a poem on it. But this one just tells the story of the queen's curse. So remember, this is the mummy's cursed blueberry cobbler. So the queen's curse. Deep below the sand dunes of the coffee verse, which I love the coffee verse. It's a cool thing. Again, deep below the sand dunes of the coffee verse lies the tomb of the mummy queen. Buried with her are rare and treasured beans from her coveted blueberry cobbler roast, often sought after by greedy tomb raiders. Beware. Her wrath will be awakened if her precious blend is ever disturbed. So we're fucked because we're disturbing the hell out of her precious blend. That's another. And it's delicious. Thank you, Queen Mummy. Uh, We appreciate this stuff. Um, All jokes aside, Expedition Roasters are a great mom and pop company. They put out some really, really nice flavors, especially this one. I'm enjoying it. As long as no mummies come after me, I'm going to continue to enjoy it. So uh, check them out at expeditionroasters.com and use the code STEVECRYPTO at checkout and save some money. Yeah, if you're going to put me in a tomb, you better at least have like a, a cup or two of this coffee for me to enjoy while the scarabs are eating me away. I don't think they will if you're drinking this, though. Maybe, I don't freaking know. <laughs> but um, Expedition Roasters, go check them out. Oh, now you're trying to watch your tongue. Follow them on social media. This is really hard to do. Follow them <laughs> on social media. Uh, keep up. They're always releasing new flavors. and Everything we've tried so far has been really good. Yeah. So do it. Use the discount code. Um, Let's... Uh, let's talk about coffee and merch and uh, stuff for some reason makes me want to hear some music but before we hear some music got to remind you guys that we are part of the deluxe edition network it is a collective of over 20 podcasts all different uh, genres and varieties of shows that we're all there promoting each other helping each other out, helping each other grow. We're all independent shows, and it's just a, a cooperative of really good shows that are uh, just there to, like I said, grow together. It's at Expedition... I already said Expedition Roasters. <laughs> my mind is on this coffee. I need more. I think the, the mummy's curse is taking hold of my brain. Um, so, yeah. Deluxe Edition Network. 
is what we were talking about. TheDeluxeEditionNetwork.com is where you can find all these shows, including us, and the podcast of the month for October, which is... Drum roll, please. Terror Tuesday and Graveyard Club. That was a good stall because I forgot. <laughs> I went blank for a second. <laughs> drum roll. Every time I forget something, I'm going to be like, drum roll. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Terror Tuesday and Graveyard Club, the podcast of the month over at the Deluxe Edition Network. So deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Go there. All the shows are there. All the links to the shows are there. A lot of the links to their social media and stuff is all there. So go do that. Go to the Deluxe Edition Network. And now I mentioned music. Kind of bouncing all over the place here. <laughs> that damn expedition roasters. Yeah, I was just thinking. Uh, you know, one of those torturing devices that they used, like when they put you in a coffin, or at least from what the mummy told me, you know, in the movies. Um, <laughs> they would take like that little thing they'd put up your nose and scramble your brain. And I was just thinking, you know, I I think my death would be a little bit more pleasant. If, like, they toss in a bunch of coffee grounds from Expedition Roasters in the tomb, but also, if you're going to use that tool, just swap it out with, like, a, a frother for your coffee. Stick that up my nose and just so use the just frother. use your head as, like, a fucking... Like a coffee cup. Just your whole face becomes a dang espresso station. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're about to die. You might as well go out with... Expedition Roasters grounds run through your veins and through your nose and everywhere. Yeah, that's that's crazy talk. <laughs> Were you actually just thinking about this? <laughs> I'm just like staring at the maybe, mummy bag and I was like, oh, they maybe uh, I was thinking about all the torturing that they did and like, okay, I know they, they stick that thing up your nose and scramble your brain. Like, oh, they could use a, a frother. I'm just thinking, like, if you're about to die and we're including coffee into the mix of, like, being thrown into a tomb. Okay, I'm going to throw in a disclaimer. <laughs> this talk and these crazy thoughts have nothing to do with Expedition Roasters. <laughs> <laughs> they are not responsible for this. Hey, but if you're about to die and you're about to be, like, thrown into a tomb somewhere. With some coffee, yeah. With some coffee. Yeah. Make sure it's Expedition Roasters coffee. <laughs> there you go. Die with your coffee to die by. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, music. Let's play some music. Got a uh, tune. There's a surf and garage legends from L.A. area or Southern California called the Bumboras. And they have a new album called Songs from Beyond. I think I've showed you the cover of it. If not, I will. But it's really fucking cool. It's a, like alien Space alien. It reminds me of like the Mars attack aliens. Um, I'll dig it up in a minute, but uh, we have a song from them called Infiltration, which is I feel like it's perfect mood for for Halloween. So let's let's rock some uh, some good uh, surf surf tunes and uh, take a little break here, and we'll let Crypto gather his espresso brain. <laughs> You guys hang 10. We'll be back. I'm going to go re release him from his tomb, and uh, we'll be back.
Hey, this is your friend, Dr. Dredd, from Dr. Dredd Reviews. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Uh, just a little reminder here, it, it is spooky season, so make sure you look in the back seat before you get in the car. Check underneath that bed before you crawl underneath the covers. And leave your nightlight on because that creature that lives in your closet wants to watch you while you're sleeping. All right, we are back. Thanks to the Bomboras for letting us play that tune. Good song. Uh, happy Halloween to them, of course, and to you guys. And we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. My um, swear tally is only at five. So that's good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Pretty fucking good. Yep. Thanks. You made it to six. <laughs> now you're doing it on purpose. No. Gonna put you back in the tomb. I'll be swearing in this one, like, all the swears that I have in this one episode still won't, like, match what you've done over the years. Over the years, <laughs> yeah. So, is this how you show thanks for me releasing you from the mummy's tomb? Yeah. Just throwing me, throw me out there. You're being a good boy in this episode. I am. I am. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, was it the last episode or the second part? We talked about video games. That would be part two. Part two. Yep. Glad you remember. I was too busy swearing to. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy cursing. You and your filthy numbers. mouth. Um. So yeah, we had you tell us a few games, video games that that kind of fit the the season, and got me thinking. Like, what are some board games that people should check out? So without going much into detail, I'll, I'll uh, just mention what do I got here, three, four, five, I don't know. I mentioned a few games, take a minute or two, and just give you a little list of games you guys should check out that kind of fit in the spooky theme or vibe. Um, I'll start with this first one I have called Cryptid. We've only managed to play it a couple times because it needs... A minimum of three players. It's three to five player game, and basically, it's like a, you track down clues and stuff, uh, and like use deduction and everything to basically figure out where whatever cryptid you're searching for is hiding on the board, and, and it's pretty cool. Like the board is different terrains and, and you use if I remember right you get these cards you're going to flip that tell you tips and clues and you're each going to start with your own clue that's where it is but nobody's going to know where it is until the clues eventually match up that probably made no sense to people listening <laughs> but the game is called Cryptid C-R-Y-P-T-I-D from Osprey Games. Uh, look it up. There's a lot of really good uh, good demo videos and stuff on YouTube. So track that one down. It's cool. If you're into to monsters and hunting monsters, this is a good one. Um, another one we haven't played much because we have too many games that require three players and there's only two players here. 95% of the time. It's a game called Creature Feature. 
from Trick or Treat Studios, which we love their shit. Hero's sitting back here behind me. You don't even bother to ask him to play games with you? Uh, he don't give, give a fuck. <laughs> he that's, don't give a goddamn. That's seven. Yeah. Count it. <laughs> All right. We're winning. What, what, what do we yeah. get? What's our goal? We're going for the high score. High score, yes. Going for, but yeah, creature feature. You're basically, um, you're like a, a agent, and you're trying to gather up characters to create a feature film, and you collect points, and there's different. Uh, you make up like a title, and you get victory points and all that stuff, and just like every game, you play to win. Most points wins. But again, that's one I've got much to say because you haven't played it much, but I do know it was fun. And it's, I mean, just... Don't that look like a perfect game for the season? Yeah. Another fun one was the Disney Haunted Mansion game. And who the hell... That's from Funko Games. It's really fun when you just kind of roam around collecting items and avoid the, the hitchhiking ghost. And again... You try to win. So what do we got? Cryptid, Creature Featured, Haunted Mansion. Um, this is a cool game that we found. Like an in indie creator. It's called Crows. Tyler Sigmund's Crows. And it's basically you use... Uh, you play cards. You play tiles out. And you build like a grid. And you use like uh, special... Uh, stones and stuff to attract the, the murder of crows to you and basically you just count them up and get points and win noticing the trend here you gotta win <laughs> yeah <laughs> play to win that's it well they all sound pretty fun do they though <laughs> no they're cool like it's <laughs> it's hard to talk about board games Without like visual, you know, what about out the visual? Someday I'm gonna learn how to fucking do video. Well, maybe stuff. for now you could at least take some pictures of them and share it in the group. Oh, yeah, I've definitely been doing it. I, I will, I'll put a picture up somewhere. Maybe I'll take pictures of these games that I'm mentioning and put it on the Steve Strout and we'll share that around. Yeah. Um, King of Tokyo is another cool one, it's basically battling kaiju. And you fight for supremacy with power and points and attack each other and try to knock each other off. It's like playing King of the Mountain, but on a board game with lots of cool uh, special effects cards and stuff to help. Again, it's you get like a, a energy and life meter, and once you get hit enough times, you die, and you don't win. But you don't want to do that. You want to win. Um, I think my favorite perfect game for this time of year, though, is Horrified. Yeah. There's two different versions. There's an American Monsters one with, like, Bigfoot and Chupacabra and all that. That one's cool. But I like the Universal Monsters one. There's Wolfman, Invisible Man, Dracula. Creature. Creature, Frankenstein. And basically, you just kind of roam around the village and... The monsters just kind of wander around and try to attack villagers and and uh, cause damage to the players. And it's cooperative. 
So basically you work together to complete little tasks and missions before the monsters hit you. Like, because they're always going to be drawn to like the villagers or your player. There's dice involved for the attacking and battling. It's pretty much just running around, avoiding the monsters, and completing these tasks before the monsters could kill everybody or kill you. Yeah. And it's it's a good one. Have you played that? No. I thought you might have played it with us once. No. You'll have to. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a pretty popular one. A lot of people seem to like it. Just called Horrified. And uh, it's good. It's good. I think there's a lot of fucking games. But uh, check. We add another <laughs> another <laughs> tick to the thing. We have a ton of uh-huh. games. Too many to choose from, and and uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll list info on these at some point, hopefully soon, or eventually, so you guys can find them. And if you feel like you want to have a board game night for Halloween, then there you go. I think that's what we're gonna end up doing the weekend after Halloween, because Halloween's in the middle of the fucking week. Yeah, which sucks because I'm like a getting ready to climb into bed at eight thirty kind of person. Yeah, but, I mean, for the holiday, you you don't think you'll push it a little bit further? I'm probably, I'm sure it will. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a few games. Sorry I don't have much info on them, but I figured I should tell you a couple to check out. Um, You're too busy cussing to think about all yeah, that. Yeah, now I'm, like, my brain is focusing on not cussing. <laughs> it's still happening, but I can only fight it off so much. Um, so yeah, some games. What about, uh, has there been any board games that you've played that, um, I know I didn't have much input when you talked about video games. That are on the spooky side? No, not really. Um, I don't really have any spooky, uh, board games at home or card games. So no, nothing really comes to mind. Um, oh. Zombie dice is a cool one too. You basically roll and collect uh, certain symbols on the dice before you get like shotgun blasted. Okay. And it's simple and straightforward and easy. But yeah, cause I know when you talked about video games, I didn't have much <laughs> input except like <laughs> I played Friday the 13th 100 years ago on the <laughs> NES. Well, so uh, one thing I can mention that all this game talk made me think of um this is not a game exactly but the content is video game-esque um anybody that's into hip-hop look up gmo ski he just put out a new album called 8-bit filth 2 hero hunter and it's all like video game samples all the beats are sampled from games ranging from mario to zelda to uh star fox i think there's a song on there called that ain't Falco or you ain't Falco, something like that. <laughs> That's all about Star Fox. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like an eight track EP, and you won't find it on streaming because of all those, you know, all the samples used. So just check it out on YouTube. If you're into gaming and you're into hip hop, you're probably going to like it. Uh, you mentioned him last episode, maybe? You're talking mm-hmm. about him. Uh- People bringing him 
the video game. Oh yeah. Bust up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So that album just came out. Like I just got the physical CD yesterday. Um, I listened to all of it on YouTube a while ago because it came out on Friday the thirteenth, but the okay. physicals were pushed back. And the nice thing about that was he had time to sign every pre-sale CD. So, oh, nice. So I got mine signed. That's cool. Yeah. Glad he wasn't too busy to do that. <laughs> it, took, it took time away from breaking video game systems to yeah. sign some CDs. Yeah, from breaking GameCubes. That is very, very, very nice of him. <laughs> Way to be in the Halloween spirit. So, um... I think it's a good time to get to our uh, guest of honor for this episode. I've mentioned 50,000 times I've been trying to get this guy on the show. He is a television legend. He is a horror host. He originally started taking over a character from the original Svengulli. He started as the son of Svengulli in 1979. That's crazy. It's been almost 45 years. His name is Rich Coase. He better known as Fenguli. He's on MeTV every Saturday evening. Uh, he joined us to tell us about what goes into making that show, tell us about trouble getting rights to run movies and rules behind it. So, you know, people will... I hear a lot of people say, like, oh, he already showed that movie this year. Sometimes he has to. And you'll get a little bit of that insight in this chat. Let's just dig right into it. And I did mention earlier in the episode, he does mention a few events that he's doing for the Halloween season. One or two of them might have passed already. But don't matter. This is a great chat. It's a long time coming. We've been trying to get him on here since day one. It's over three years now. And we finally did it. And I am beyond excited. This guy is one of my favorite performers. And he's brilliant. So meet the legendary Sven Gulli. All right, happy Halloween, Stephen Crypto listeners. We have a very, very special guest. Honestly, one of my uh, bucket list guests I've been trying to get on the show. I've been probably annoying the heck out of him for the past three years. Um, we have Rich Coase, who you may know better as Sven Gulli, the legendary TV personality and horror host. He's here to chat with us for a few minutes. We don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to get right to it and stop rambling. Rich, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. Has it really been three years that we've been talking about doing this? Yeah, yeah. Like when I started the show August three years ago, we just passed our third year. And one of my first things was like, all right, I got to get Spengoli on the show. Took a while. I mean, you did you did a really great promo for us that we still run quite a bit. But the uh, thanking thanking for supporting horror hosts and stuff, and we still proudly run that one on the show. Since it's Halloween month, let's just jump right in and talk about Halloween. You're crazy busy. The show you're doing extra stuff on MeTV. How do you personally, or do you even find time to, to celebrate Halloween yourself? Well, it seems like most of what I'm doing tied in with, you know, our appearances and with the TV show. Because, you know, this whole month, Mini TV has labeled it Bengali's Halloween Boonanza. And I keep thinking when we say Boonanza, people are expecting a zombie Lauren Green or something. 
We, yeah, it, it's pretty much, you know, all my time is spoken for as far, as far as this. I don't get to actually go to many parties or things like that. It's all stuff that we do seems like a big party. For example, the Nightmare in Chicago Street event in Elgin, Illinois, that's like a huge, it's a very cool street type festival. What they do is they theme it every year that the city of Elgin has been overrun by zombies and the uh, few blocks downtown that they've kind of roped off are, is the safe zone, although it seems like <laughs> zombies still manage to invade it and such. But it's great. There's the entertainment, there's music, there's vendors, there's food. It, it, it's a big party. It's amazing to me when I get there and I just happen to, you know, look off the stage and you see wall-to-wall people all the way for three or four blocks down the street. So it, it, it's an amazing thing. So it's kind of work kind of becomes the celebration, but you seem after all these years that you're still enjoying it immensely. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's work, but it's not like work. Is that safe to say? Oh, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly, you know, it's a part of what I do for work, but we have a great time doing it and going to these events. It's great to, to meet all the different viewers who uh, come out to see us. It's kind of cool because we, we do seem to appeal to a wide demographic of people. We get kids, we get uh, senior citizens, and everybody in between. So it, it's great. And we get a good good feel for, for who's watching the show. Was it um, kind of crazy when, when it got to the point where you were starting to see the generational fans come to meet you and stuff i feel like that would that would uh i don't uh, hard to explain it would make me feel i don't want to say old <laughs> but like i at work i have kids that work at my job that i remember when their parents were pregnant with them <laughs> so <laughs> see you know what i mean if that makes sense where i'm trying to go with this oh yeah i've, I've had people who show up and they, they show me pictures, you know, the, hey, we took a picture with this baby and standing next to them is, you know, a 19-year-old or 20-year-old. And it's the same person. And, it, yeah, it, it, it gets to the point where you do feel like, wow, I've been around forever just about. But, but it's cool. And the thing that I like about it is it seems like these people don't outgrow the show. They still keep tuning in. They're still enjoying it. So, you know, it, it's it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it is. It's like a, a weekly escape back to to childhood and being young. I I love it. Um. So the spawn of Svengulli thing. I know a lot of people when when it was first announced, they were like, "Oh, Svengulli retiring," and like, no, <laughs> that's not happening. You've made that clear. Um, what are we? going to expect what kind of content and stuff are we gonna see from the spawns well we've got uh, at least two or three new staff members that are going to be showing up and pretty much you know just dropping in to annoy me in the studio and uh you know they, they have their own separate personalities i don't know if you've seen any of them we have uh, gwen gooley the sort of sultry and a haughty <laughs> dead girl from hollywood we have the imp <laughs> who is, you know, just keeps claiming that I am his uncle, which is not true. <laughs> and then one of my favorites, Nostalgia Feratu, 
who originally started out on the Tune In With Me morning cartoon show, and now is is a part of our show. He shows up every so often and appears out of nowhere and <laughs> is often rather confused about what we're doing. But it's fun because we get to I get people to play off and there's stuff that we can ad lib. And that makes my life a little easier. I don't have to write the complete show that way. Um, it's really great. We still have, you know, some some of the uh, auditions that we'll be showing. And we may make a change in it where people can just send in bits that they do. They no longer have to say, I want to be the spawn because, or give their resume or anything. They could just do a bit as a character and maybe we'll end up showing that on the show. I think that itself would be exciting to fans, but, you know, besides the spawn thing, like just, Hey, I was on Spangoolie this week. That's, that's cool. I dig that. And it'd be a fun new segment. I like, it. yeah, I like it. I, that, that's been some of the appeal of, of running the spawn stuff. It seems a lot of our viewers really enjoy seeing, you know, what people come up with and granted there's some people who may not have quite the talent to be doing something like this, but they get a shot at trying and, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's gotta be flattering just seeing that these people appreciate you and have the love for Svengoolie that they're going to probably knowing that they don't have that talent. Like you say, uh, they're still going to put themselves out there because they love your show. Yeah. And, and the fact that I think they're having fun doing, which I think is a big part of it. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's. I've been enjoying watching it because I, you know, have personal acquaintances and friends that I've seen pop up in there. So it's that's been pretty cool. I don't. Yeah. I don't it, have it, it. I don't have the face for that stuff. So I just do the <laughs> audio stuff. So. <laughs> no, that's cool. And it is. It's nice because uh, I've seen people pop up that I've only you know maybe gotten emails from in the past or something. And it's, it's, it's nice to be able to put a face, no matter how horrible to, to the name. That come up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so you mentioned not having to write all this stuff yourself with the new characters and everything. Can, can you kind of do like a quick run through the process of putting together an episode? Yeah, it's it's a little confusing because as we're heading into a new episode, we're also doing the post-production on old ones. But basically what happens is I get the movie, I go through it and take notes on it, figure out where the breaks are going to be, uh, if there's anything that truly is out of line that we couldn't show on MeTV, I make notes of, of where it should be edited, uh, then I, I just start writing and coming up with bits to do it. And along the way, I call uh, Doug Graves. It's actually my friend, Doug Sharp, who's done every show I've ever done, I think, since high school. And uh, I tell him what song it's going to be. Usually at the time, we have no idea what the words are going to be. But I tell him what song it is and how much. And he starts putting together the, the music bed. And then, you know, once I have the script finished, we bring it in. Uh, pre-record any voices that have to be recorded. Then we go into the studio for a couple sessions to record everything for the show. And then once we're finished with that, it's uh, getting into the post-production, finding the different clips and things that go into the various bits. And while we're doing that, like I said, we're already working on the next show. So about how long would you say it takes you to put together an episode? 
days, uh, weeks? It, it usually takes, what, about two and a half weeks maybe for each one. So that's that's also why, you know, we can't do 52 new ones. <laughs> right, right. All year yeah. long. That's kind of why... But, that's kind of why I wanted to mention, so, you know, when people, you see people online like, oh, he showed this movie already. It's like, um, do you understand what goes into putting together a show like this? It's, yeah. Yeah. And they also, they don't understand how some of the contracts work for the films. There are some that demand that we run the movie twice in a year. Or, you know, one year and then the next year. Uh, there's a lot of stuff involved. And I don't expect viewers to understand or have the knowledge of that. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad I get a chance to explain it to them. Yeah, for sure. So since it is, like I mentioned at the top, it's Halloween time, um, are there any movies that you personally like to, to pull out and kick back and watch during this time of year? Any staples? Oh, sure. We, we always watch Habit and Costello meets Frankenstein. That's one of the most requested movies that we have uh, in our library. And this year, we're, we're kind of happy to get something other people have been asking for a lot. Uh, we run the Kolchak TV series every week on MeTV. And this year, we got both of the made-for-TV movies that started that series. And uh, I'm pretty happy that we're going to be running that. Are they going to be running on Svengoolie show or separately? No, they're actually what we're doing is uh, some special double features. Okay. Yep. All month long. So, you know, we'll, we'll get a chance to do that and bring stuff back. One of the other made for TV movies that we ran recently that is so popular, it's going to be the second half of the uh, double feature on the Saturday before Halloween is the famous Karen Black made for TV movie Trilogy of Terror. Oh, yeah. And that's in the later time slot, which I think is great because then there's probably people that we didn't get on the first run last month that uh, will get a chance to see it. That was actually the first time I watched that movie. Being a horror fan all my life, I never watched that until you aired it a couple weeks ago. And uh, her performance in that was brilliant. Like, she was amazing yeah. through the whole the whole thing. I was really impressed. Like, why haven't I watched this? I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> in myself. Yeah, it, it certainly is a showcase for her talents in playing, you know, the various characters. And, you know, I, I don't know anybody who's ever seen that last story in it that wasn't freaked out by it. Oh, yeah, that was that creepy little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a wild, it's, it was wild to think that that was a TV movie. Yeah, actually, that that's true. Dark. Yeah. For that time, it, it seems like, really? <laughs> they let this run on there? And I, I think maybe that's one of the reasons why it's so memorable, because it was so much stronger than a lot of the made-for-TV movies of that time. Absolutely, for sure. So I know we're uh, cutting it close on time. Um, you doing any appearances over the next month or so? Yeah, we, we've kind of limited it just because now with the show expanded to two and a half hours, we, we need to do more work. But uh, we're, we're doing two of the places we normally hit. I mentioned the Nightmare on Chicago Street in Elgin. And every year, usually the Saturday right before Halloween, we hit the Volo Auto Museum in Volo, Illinois, a very unusual place in that it has vintage cars, movie and TV cars, 
Uh, it's got, you know, a whole dinosaur land and various other stuff there. It, it's an amazing place. And every year we go there and do a signing and it's always, you know, wall to wall people. And they've actually had to do tickets for various times for the people to come in and meet with us. But it, it's great. It's a lot of fun. And it also gives people a chance, you know, besides seeing me, there's all sorts of other stuff for them to see. So it's a great way usually for us to come close to winding up the, uh, the Halloween season. Right. Is there ever any chance of uh, personal appearances outside of the Midwest? Yeah, we've done some. Uh, we're not doing it this year, but we have done the New York Comic Con in the past. And the whole thing is, we've got, to, first of all, I don't just show up at places. Somebody has to book me for an event. Right. And secondly, it's got to fit in our schedule, which, as I mentioned, is pretty hectic these days. But, you know, be more than happy if, if I've got the time and, and somebody wants to book me, I will be there. Someday, someday we'll meet you out here, hopefully. Um, we're in the Seattle area. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so, is there any, uh, before we wrap, any message you want to leave for fans and listeners? Well, yeah. I, I, I always feel like I need to, to thank everybody for the support. You know, for having done this so many years. I started here in Chicago locally in 1979. And people always ask me, oh, did you think that, you know, when you started that you'd be doing it this long? And of course not. At the time, I was just happy to have a, you know, a job on TV. I wasn't thinking more beyond the next few weeks. But uh, it's because people have gotten into the show and enjoy it and support it that I'm still on now. We've been on nationally for 12 or 13 years now. And it just, the show just keeps getting bigger which is amazing to me. One of my friends said, you know, in broadcasting, usually your, your career starts going downhill and he said, and yours keeps building up. So I, I really appreciate that, that people are into the show and they keep watching. I mean, it definitely feels like you're reaching a, a new high and, and honestly, you're, you know, you're launching and inspiring a whole new uh, generation of horror hosts and, I mean, you got the spawns, and then there's a, a slew of other hosts out there doing it because they caught Sven Gulli, or they watched Sven Gulli over the years, or you know Elvira, or just this your your wave. I don't know what to call it. The the generation, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the cool thing, and in fact, we've definitely seen that our success around the country has encouraged a lot of local stations to say, Hey, we can do that too. And they've started with their own hosted shows. So it's, it's brought a little bit of a resurgence to the uh, horror host genre, even though it's always been going on. There have always been people doing it online and uh, in a few key cities, but, but it's great. You know, and it's something that I think a lot of viewers appreciate. Well, let's hope it keeps on going. I've heard it referred to as, an American folk art. Yeah. <laughs> which I liked that. That was one of the best. I think it was John Stanley out of the Bay Area. Talking with him, he mm -hmm. called it American folk art. And I was like, you know, that's good. And that's, it is, it's an American, it's American thing, but it's cool seeing it kind of starting to spread worldwide. So that's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Especially for like me who didn't grow up with a horror host. So it's cool. But, um, I do. I thank you 
I know I can speak for the fans for sure and thank you for doing what you do and doing it as long as you've done it and hopefully you do it for a lot longer. Um, and thank you for coming on and wish you and your your crew a happy Halloween. And uh, yeah, just thank you for joining us. Well, I'm happy that we managed to do it after we three did it. years. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> a lot of, you know, a lot of different elements had to come together for us to do it, but I'm happy that we finally got to. And I uh, appreciate you and all the people listening to you for, for your support. Folks, Stephen Crypto listeners, you guys met Svenguli. If you don't know him, you need to go check Find Me TV on your local cable or satellite, wherever you, however you watch stuff, or you could find ways to stream it. Watch Svenguli. He was nice enough to come and, and hang with us, so you guys find a time to go hang with him Saturday nights on MeTV. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hey there, fleshies and fiends. This is Sally the Zombie Cheerleader from the Sally the Zombie Cheerleader School of Horror, and I want to share with you my favorite top five tales of terror from Edgar Allan Poe. Number five, The Pit and the Pendulum. Number four, The Raven. Number three, Mask of the Red Death. Number two, The Black Cat. And my favorite, Sitting at number one, the Telltale Heart. Can you stand it? Can you read all five stories in one night? I don't think you can handle it. This is Sally the Zombie Cheerleader saying you're listening to the Stephen Crypto Show. And have a wonderful and creepy Halloween. And we are back. Thank you guys for listening to our chat with Sven Gulli. And again, I mean, Steve's been working on getting that one for three years. So I'm glad you were finally able to get that, knock it off the list. Hopefully down the road we get, when he has more time, it's a tough time to, to chat with him, um, get a, a longer conversation and get a little more in depth. But I think we'll be touching on some important stuff. I feel like people definitely needed to hear what actually goes into making an episode because that's the kind of thing you don't hear often. And, and I see, you know, a lot of people question things and, and, uh, yeah. So thank you, Rich, AKA Sven Gulli. It was an honor and pleasure to have you on here and let's do it again sometime. Um, so yeah, I think this is about the time where we, uh, tell you guys what the heck we've been watching over this spooky season uh you want to go first or sure go? you go first sure what um uh so we we are current with chucky season three definitely caught up with that one that last episode was pretty wild i gotta say the third episode in this new season is probably the best one so far uh, since you haven't seen it i'm not gonna say why but there's a fun little cameo appearance. 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 
That's a period. There's a fun cameo appearance from somebody that I've been watching since I was probably seven or eight years old. Um, and uh, yeah, it it's been fun so far. We'll we'll see where it's gonna go next. Look at Barney. Um, <laughs> no, that would have been cool. Like considering what happens to the person that has a cameo in this episode. Uh, who is it? Come on, these people already watched. Keenan Thompson. Oh, right. yeah. Did yeah. they kill him? Oh yeah. Oh good. good. Yeah. <laughs> oh good. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So we watched that, and new episode's pretty fun. Um. The next one should be out tomorrow. I mean, you guys will, by the time you hear this, it'll already be out. It'll be out at some point. Um, We are caught up with Goosebumps. We watched the uh, episode six is the one with Slappy, Night of the Living Dummy. Okay. So they did that story, or is this an update or a new? Well, I mean, Slappy is kind of a part of the whole thing in a way um but you'll have to see i don't want to spoil that because it's still pretty new but you'll have to you'll have to tune in to to see what i mean by that um he's like the one character that's kind of brought up throughout almost every episode up until now Um, even if it's just like a quick mention or like something related to him it's there um I watched all of Creep Show, and I, I changed it from "we" as in Sarah and I to "I" because she's not really she fell off into Creep Show. Yeah, she tried. She, you know, I'll give her points for trying, yeah. but uh, she thought it was a little corny, I guess. Um, so I finished that off the other night. Watched the last two episodes. Uh, there's a uh, six in the season, as I think that's what they normally do. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Creep show, yeah. Yeah. I've still only gotten through the first uh like episode and a half. Because mm-hmm. I'm watching trying to watch something different every day. I guess I could have just watched Creep Show every day for however many days, but I didn't do that. <laughs> um I know in the last episode I mentioned attempting to watch Mars Attacks. I got like fifteen, sixteen minutes in right. and then Logan didn't like the way they looked, so I turned it yeah. off. Um, a few days ago, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm putting it on. I'm gonna finish it." And he wasn't really coming out into the living room anyway. And he comes out right at the end as the song, you know, the is playing yeah. in the background, and all of them are running around, and their heads are exploding, green slime everywhere. He liked that. He yeah. liked that part very much. So uh, maybe I can get him into watching it now. Now that he's seen like they actually die <laughs> um uh we watched hocus pocus just because that's kind of like a staple every year you put it yeah. on um i actually put that on for background while we were carving pumpkins right um home improvement halloween watched one of those the other night parks and rec halloween watched a few of those i enjoy the sitcom halloween episodes um Logan has really been into, like, the spooky cooking and baking shows and, like, watching people make cool stuff. Like, he's, you know, he's almost seven, so, like, he's still scared by a lot of things, even though he has brought up Pennywise and Chucky on his own 
Yeah. He found out about Pennywise through YouTube. Right. And so he'll bring up scary shit like that, but then he can't handle the Martian's eyes and Mars attacks. Anyway, um, I thought I'd go a little bit more tame and put on some shows where like kids get to make cookies and, you know, bake a giant cake that looks like Frankenstein or whatever. He was into that. He was Is digging he gonna, it. Are you guys going to let him watch the Five Nights at Freddy's? Uh, the plan is to watch it first because it comes out this, this Friday on Peacock and in theaters. Yeah. So we'll watch it at home, and if we think he can handle it, then we'll put it on for him. Um, You're not gonna go to theater? It's no. Hell no. It's kind of weird how much like he talks about Five Nights at Freddy's and he knows the names of the characters and everything, but then there's times where I'll show him something. I'm like, look, look at this one, and he acts like he's scared of it. Maybe he's kind of intrigued. I mean, that's how I was with uh, Harry and the Hendersons when I was little. Like, I was scared by it, but kind of intrigued at the same time to where it made me want to watch. I think it's like a trend thing, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the kids are like, we all like this. So Yeah, they all like Skibbity Toilet and Brookhaven and Roblox and Five Nights at Freddy's. Fucking... <laughs> These shows... Are so dumb compared to the stuff we had, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. It's like, like what the hell did you say about toilet? <laughs> yeah, skibbity toilet. Oh what my the god! Fuck is that? And now he has his little brother saying it, going around the house, skibbity toilet, ba ba ba, whatever. I know some of you guys listening know what I'm talking about. It probably drives you insane as well. Um, but uh, you know, when he's not talking about skibbity toilet and Roblox. He is acting like The Rock. Logan's been doing that for the last like week and a half, and it cracks me up. Where did he get The Rock? I don't know. I don't know. Like you We do. were just sitting in the living room <laughs> a few days ago, and um, he said something about, like, oh, is that The Rock? Like, probably something on YouTube or whatever. And, and I was like, how do you know who that is? And I think he said something about, like, Jumanji or whatever. Right. And I said, Oh yeah. And I was like, Do you uh do you wanna see like what he did before the movies? And so I showed him a couple matches and he got into it. Um, showed him a cage match, like what kid doesn't want to watch people fighting in a cage? You know, he he got into that. Um so now he is walking around the house doing the people's eyebrow, looking like he's about to have a stroke, and it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> And he'll ask me at random times, hey, Dad, do you know what The Rock's cooking? Do you smell what The Rock's cooking? <laughs> and I was like, no, what is it? He says, pancakes. <laughs> That's when you should be like, hey, Logan, what do you want to watch today? And then cut him off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told him, I was like, now you got to start walking around being like, Logan says, I want mozzarella sticks. Or, you know, Logan says, I'm about to go to school. Yeah, then he's going to go to school talking to his teacher. Logan says, I don't want to do no fucking homework. <laughs> like, my dad says. Logan says, shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. My dad says it's okay to say Logan says, shut your candy ass up. <laughs> but yeah, he's been cracking me up with that just at random times. It's like, hey, dad, you smell what the rock's cooking? <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, let's. That's pretty much what we've been watching lately is like old school wrestling clips with Logan and then baking shows. 
nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, I did show him the Hell in a Cell with Mankind, the Undertaker. Right, that kind of counts, I guess. Yeah. Ooh, I should play a casket match for him. There you go. He'd probably get a kick out of that. Yeah. yeah. Just give him <laughs> this old, just show him old Undertaker. Early Undertaker with Paul Bearer. Yeah. Might dig that. Or like the old, uh, the old promo videos that they used to do, like Mankind down in like the boiler room, like pulling his hair out. Right. Yeah. Hurting himself. Freaking yeah. him out. Yeah, he'd be all scared. They don't like the rock no more. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you don't smell what it's cooking anymore? <laughs> Dang it. Um, That's cool, though. Uh, Still got a few more dates, stuff to watch, which I'm sure we'll talk about on a non-Halloween episode next next week, in the next couple weeks. I know in the next couple weeks we're going to be uh, talking about Festicon from earlier this month. Yep. We got some... The superhero working on the audio, which we had an issue with. Uh, but I, I think I played you a little clip of what he might be able to do with it, and, and it might sound all right. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we could get that done. Um. Then we have Grit City Comic Con coming up, which we're going to talk to Russell Hutchinson from uh, Z Nation. But November 11th, Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. Come and say hi. Uh. But yeah. Stuff we've been watching. I should probably mention what I've been watching. Yeah. Since since we last spoke about this, I've watched the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie with Paul Rubens and Christy Swanson and Luke Perry. And, and former WCW champion. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's yeah, right. David Arquette. That's right. That's a great movie. I never even saw that until I got with Sarah and yeah. she played it for me. And so good. I was like, wow, the I should have watched this a long too. time ago. Oh, the show yeah. show was good, too. I like the Buffy show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I watched that. I watched Sleepaway Camp 2 because I was listening to Chris Jericho's podcast, and it kind of inspired me because he was at the uh, Joe Bob's Jamboree in Vegas, and they did, like, a panel with a bunch of Sleepaway Camp 2 cast members and Jericho and, and Darcy. And they were talking about the movie, and I was like, damn, I haven't watched that in a while. So they inspired me to watch it. So I watched it, and it was just as good as I remembered with uh, the main killer is uh, Pamela Springsteen, who is Bruce Springsteen's sister, which is weird. I always thought that was crazy. Like, Anyways, anyways, um, I watched Diced. We mentioned uh, Jeremy Rudd. Jason Brooks. Jason Brooks. We talked to a while back about this movie, and it finally came out. And it was pretty good. It was good, man. It was a cool... Uh, I liked the, the character, the Scarecrow character that Jason portrays. Just a big, bad dude, and fucks shit up. And there was a cool, epic scene when he battles with the final girl, and this and that, and the usual stuff, and... Not spoil it, but of course she wins. And then, where'd the body go? You know, the usual Michael Myers move. So we'll probably see more of that Scarecrow, hopefully. But uh, yeah, Jeremy Rudd, he made a fun movie. So definitely track that down. It's on Amazon now. And uh, it's good shit. 
and I watched well, I watched the Joe Bob Halloween special, which he showed Demons to. That was good, and he also showed uh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, Damien Leone's movie All Hallows Eve. Oh, really? Yeah, he showed that too. Oh, cool. I started falling asleep during that one though, because like I said, I'm old. I still haven't watched that. I've been wanting to. Um, it's not bad. It's not like I just want to see where need, Art the Clown started. You don't need to watch it. Just dig into Terrifier, Terrifier too. Uh, I watched Saw X. I didn't go to the theater to watch it. I'm not going to say how I watched it, but <laughs> I watched it. I'm glad I didn't go to the theater to watch it, because it was boring. Really, you're the first one to say that. I thought it was boring. Every review hell. I've seen, and I've made this comment to some people recently, like just for the comparison, every review that I've seen for Exorcist Believer has been terrible, and every review for Saw X has been good. Like people are really liking it. Same, but I just I, I've never been into the Saw movies personally. Yeah, and this one is even more boring than the other ones. So maybe you're just not into like that. The idea of like the people in the sock contraptions and no, it's just I just I don't know. That's I mean, it's not a favorite of mine either. But the first few were. <laughs> it's just good. something that only needed to be done once or twice. Yeah, it didn't need to be done over and over. Like one up it or see what other kind of fucking contraptions or huh, what's fucking this shit. I want to play a game. Or, you know my problem with the names of some of these movies coming out now? I I know it's the 10th one in the series, but story-wise, it's not the 10th film. It takes place after the first movie, I think, or before, something like that. But it's another one of those times where they should have called it Saw Awakening, Saw something else, you know? It's like we're putting the 10th one after part one. Kind of weird. Doesn't look right on my DVD shelf. <laughs> yeah, that's you know that I'm Anyways, sure that's a big concern you're... for the people making the movies. I mean, I would not watch it if you like the Saw movies. Watch it; you'll probably enjoy it. But I feel like there might have been a little more of a story to this one because the other ones is just like somebody's in a trap, they die. Oh, somebody else is in a trap, they die. This there's a little bit more to it nobody's listening to Admiral Akbar. all these films no one has listened to his words and it just yeah it's a trap it bored me though but you know what movie did not bore me I watched Slother House <laughs> I gotta watch that one that, that's one that people are in a few years people are gonna be talking about it it's gonna catch on I think it's fucking crazy hilarious it's like Girl gets runs into an animal poacher, ends up getting a sloth, and moves into her sorority house and gets popular because she has a sloth. And then the mean girls make her get rid of the sloth, and they put the sloth out in the rain and the thunderstorm, and the sloth is angry and gets revenge. And he comes in and he just <laughs> fucks them all up in crazy ways. And he's a crafty sloth, too, because he has, like, computer skills, and he <laughs> makes himself a little Instagram profile and 
takes selfies with his victims. He has a job at Microsoft. He's 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 good, man. He was clever. Or she. Cool. Sorry. It was oh. a it was a she. Oh, okay. Um we watched the craft because I know Ryan hadn't seen it and she's in those kind of things. Uh it was it's good. It don't hold up as well. <laughs> like I forgot how annoying that nineties teenage angst was. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking dumb. I mean, it was cool. I remember watching it when it came out. Like, dang, this is a good movie. These are crazy. These witches are crazy. And now it's like, oh my god, these witches are annoying. Better get the the charmed girls to come and kick their ass or something. Because <laughs> they didn't cut it. Um, I don't know if they could handle Feruza Balk. She's pretty wild in that one. Yeah, but she got fucked up in that one too, though. Me mark off one of these things here. <laughs> Where are you at now? What? I'll mark off another one just in case because I feel like I might have. We are at 13 is the current total of swear words between us. <laughs> I'm counting yours too. Okay. Saying all, right. all me. I'm not all 13. Okay. I'm like 12. No. <laughs> no, I think I'm. I think I'm like nine of them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I threw in a couple extra ones <laughs> this time just to fuck with you. And yeah, you're messing up my score. I'm trying to. I thought you were going for the high score. No, this is like golf. You got to get to low score. Oh, um, all these rules. Greetings, Steve and Crypto fans. This is Craig E. Sawyer, horror writer, dropping by the show to let you know that my debut novel, Clayboy, is coming to Amazon October 24th by Brigades Gate Press, just in time to scare the shit out of you for Halloween. A little about the story. Caleb Jenkins is a bullied middle schooler that everyone calls Clayboy. Due to the way he uses clay therapy to cope with the tragic murder of his mother at the hands of a serial killer. While at school, he discovers a playful video on how to create an imaginary best friend called a tulpa. But the more he interacts with his mental creation, the more real and self-thinking it becomes. Eventually, convincing Caleb to sculpt a body for it to inhabit in order to unleash the hate they both share upon his bullies and the entire community of Wheeler's Cove, Tennessee. Thanks for the support. If you get time, check out what a tulpa is on the internet, and I'll see you October 24th for the launch. Hey everybody, this is Derek from Monster Kid Radio. Along with Beth from Team Death and Monster Kid Radio. And we wanted to pop in here into the Steve and Crypto show and wish everybody the happiest of holidays. That holiday being, well, the most magical time of the year. It's October, which means it's... Halloween! Yes, yes. And as the man behind Monster Kid Radio with an amazing wife by my side, we'd like to remind everybody that there are some amazing classic monster movies, black and white gems from the 30s, 40s, and 50s to watch this Halloween season. Make sure you spend some time with some old classics this time around. Things like maybe Avon, Casalabi, Frankenstein. Ooh, that's a favorite of mine. Maybe Dracula, The Mummy. Ooh, or even The Invisible Man. There you go, there you go. Get your monster on this Halloween season and have a good time. And make sure you hit up a haunt or two. 
And at the end of the night, make sure you get home safe, whether that's in a cab with a designated driver or calling the toll-free line that Mothers Against Drunk Driving has. Keep it safe out there, everyone. I'd say coffin, but that kind of sends the wrong message. Unless you're a zombie, then, you know, that, that's probably okay, right? Yeah, that'd be okay. Yeah. And then up to last night, which is, what's last night? Monday? Tuesday? The 24th? Tuesday. Last yeah. night was Tuesday the 24th. And we watched The Dead Don't Die, the Jim Jarmusch movie. Did you ever see that? Yep. That's a good one with Rizzo and, like, the cast is, like, huge. So many good people. Bill Murray. Uh fucking Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop as a zombie. The coffee zombie is like hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Adam Driver. I think this is a better role for Adam Driver than Kylo Ren. <laughs> Honestly. But I do like they made a little Star Wars joke in it. Do you remember that? When he pulled out his keys to give them to the lady and he has a little Star Destroyer. Oh yeah. He's like, oh, Star Wars. Yeah, that's good, right. Good fiction <laughs> or some oh, shit. The great. weird lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then all the nod, I, I really like all the nods to Romero. Yeah. Like, even right down to Johnny and Barbara's car. Oh, there's a new Romero. There's a new uh, a nod to Romero in a new creep show. You're going to like that. They usually, like, uh, those guys like to do that. Nicotero and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are all, like, protégés. And... Yeah, what was it, the last season where they had the kind of the Evil Dead episode that I love so much? Right. Yeah. They kind of did that with this one, but it's more for yeah. like Romero's Living Dead series. But uh, yeah, Dead Don't Die. That's where I'm up to at this point. Okay. Um, I've been keeping it kind of tame. I don't know if you noticed, because Ryan's been actually getting into watching the movies with me, and she don't do like, like she won't sit down and watch Terrifier with me. There's no chance in hell I get her to watch Terrifier. Like, if I sat her down and made her watch Terrifier, then she'd probably, like, leave me, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, but, so we've been watching things like, you know, The Dead Don't Die, Crafts, Lothar House, fun stuff. Yeah. But it's got enough horror in there. Like, you know, we watched Freaky a couple weeks ago and stuff like that. And enjoying it, and I'm glad she's enjoying it because, you know, she's she's her. <laughs> she's my better half. And she don't score as many swear word points when she talks. <laughs> so she's beating me there, too. She's a winner. Dang, so this has been a crazy busy month, keeping all this Halloween stuff going and doing all our events. And Yeah. And I I'm, I'm, feel like it went pretty well. And I definitely want feedback from people. Let us know kind of stuff you want here next year more music maybe more like cool spooky lists or this that or the other thing um most of all hopefully you guys enjoyed yourself i know we definitely enjoyed it and uh again happy halloween everybody happy halloween we have a couple more things we mentioned we did those events in the past we have a couple events coming up you did mention grit city November 11th earlier, but next week on Halloween, 
we have an event in town, let Crypto tell you about that. Our guest from our last Halloween episode, from episode 129, Kung Fu Vampire, will be out here on Halloween night at the alcohol plant, the old alcohol plant in Port Hadlock, Washington. So I hope some of you guys that are listening are close enough or feel like making the trip uh, the trip out to uh, come and hang out with us. Um, so it's, from it's a stop on his Northwest tour. What's he calling the tour? Yeah. So his new album is called Black Heart Machine. Okay. And that's the name of the tour. It's the Northwest Run. Um, the tour actually starts tonight um, in Bend, Oregon. But um, everybody that's listening, go check out the dates. Uh, just go look them up online. And you can you can find the whole tour. Um, so, if you're close enough to go to one of the dates, I suggest it. Get a pre-sale ticket. And the reason why I'm saying that is because there's going to be a raffle at every show. So, everybody that gets a pre-sale ticket to a show of their choice and buys a merch item from their table will be entered automatically in a raffle for a chance to win a jersey of your choice from their merch booth. So it seems like a pretty good deal. I mean, if you're planning on going to one of the shows, get that ticket in advance, save a couple bucks. As long, then, as, uh, as long as you're not winning the state of Jersey. <laughs> That's a shitty part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not even going to Jersey on this one. So, okay. I, I don't Pre-sale, think raffle tickets, <laughs> at a Kung yeah. Fu Vampire yeah. merch Jersey. That's right. Yeah. Not yeah, a new so Jersey. Go to Kung Fu Vampire.com. Get your tickets. Um, we hope to see you on Halloween night uh, from three to five. They're going to have a trunk or treat at the alcohol plant. Then there is an hour break, which is kind of encouraged to hang out, have some dinner there because we're having the show in a hotel, restaurant and bar. Um, then around six o'clock, DJ Robotics is going to start a dance party. And around seven, we'll probably break for a costume contest. After that, I'm going to do a couple songs, and then I will introduce Doc Vore. Then after Doc Vore, I will bring out Kung Fu Vampire and his drummer, Action Paxton. And it's going to be a hell of a night. Again, I hope to see you guys there. Um, spread the word, even if you can't make it. If you can share the posts online for it, like um, invite your friends or whatever. You know Anything you can do to spread the word, I appreciate it. Because shows like this really don't happen in our area very often. And so we got to make sure it's a good turnout so they want to come back. Yeah, sounds good. If you're in our area, do that. Um, yeah. I know. Also on the music side, real quick, um, uh, October 27th, you can get, if you're into spooky hip-hop, you can get the album Songs of Sam Hain from Twisted, The Luminal Space. And it's only available from October 27th until the end of Halloween night. And then it's gone. So if you're into like spooky themed hip hop records for Halloween, highly recommend it. The last three they made were really good. Um, one more thing you can listen to that has a spooky vibe to it. Check out the Harlan Highway, Harlan Williams podcast. His newest episode features Jamie Kennedy. They talk about Scream a lot and just Halloween in general. Okay, with all that said, um, I know a lot of you are not in our area and going to be able to go to that show, let us know what you're going to be doing for Halloween. Yeah. He told you where to find us. He's at CryptoZoo88. I'm the Steve Strout on X and Instagram. Uh, let us know what you're doing. Tag us. Uh, 
Put up pictures of your decorations. Tag us in them. We want to see them. Give us ideas. Tell us what to, to be watching, what you're watching, all that stuff. We want to know. We want to do our best to celebrate Halloween with you guys. Even if we can't be all celebrating hanging together, we want to celebrate in spirit. And uh, not in spirit, the store, but... <laughs> And you, can, you can find us at a physically a, celebrating at a broken together. down spirit store yeah. on November first. <laughs> call me at a closed former department store. Yeah, and, <laughs> <but> no, <laughs> formerly in Albertsons. We would, yeah, preferably Albertsons or a fucking Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. I can't think of the name of that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we want to know what you're doing. Don't go in that Beyond section, by the way. You'll never come out. <laughs> Anyways, what are you doing? What are you guys up to? How are you celebrating? Thank you guys for putting up with us for extra episodes this month. It was a lot of work, and hopefully you guys appreciated it. Thanks to anybody who have took advantage of our merch sale so far. If you haven't yet, you got till Halloween to jump in and, and save some money, get in on the merch. Go visit all our friends. Go to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Go get some coffee from Expedition Roasters. Use the code Steve Crypto. Definitely go to Halloween Shirt Company. Get some T-shirts and hats and whatever else you tickles your fancy over there and uh mostly go to our merch shop and take advantage of our sale and then uh go back to our merch shop and get some more <laughs> and then when you're done be like oh shit i should have got something for my cousin so go back to the merch shop again and get another shirt and i know i shouldn't say the the c word here but you know they make great christmas gifts oh that's so it. you could uh fired Jump, get the the ball rolling, you know. Like, get well, a couple uh, gifts now for your uh, for your loved ones, because you know they would love a t shirt for their third favorite podcast. I think <laughs> um, mentioning Christmas is our cue to wrap up. One last thing, thank you to all the guests we've had, and a special thank you to Svenguli for being a guest on this episode and finally joining us. And uh, we will see you guys on the next episode. I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it's probably going to be cool and there'll probably be something horror-related happening. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we... We're definitely not going to tally our swearing anymore. That was it. That was just this episode. The final call. The final count was 14. Thank you, guys. Happy Halloween. And we'll start counting down on November 1st to next Halloween. That's right. Happy Halloween, fuckers. Oh, shit. Had to push us to 15, didn't you? <laughs>